Dog and I'm joined by my better half, Patch. How are you? Leg dog, I'm good. How are you, sir? We're a week down, a week done and dusted in trade week. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling not bad. It's nice not going for a basket case of a side like the Essendon Bombers. It's nice knowing things will probably just work themselves out for the Blues. How about you? How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. Not too bad. Just say same as it was on Monday. Just want things to be done sooner. But again, that's not really possible, not going to happen. I'm trying not to get too worked up over the fact that we've had all of three trades in, well, three player trades in a week, uh, but it'll all fall like a house of cards on Tuesday and Wednesday, so we'll be right. We'll be well, right. Well, Patch, we don't have to get into this discussion now, but you know most most sports have trade periods over most of the year, and mm. you don't have to sit around just waiting for stuff to happen because it'll drive you insane. No, if I... you are being driven insane, then I suggest it's probably your fault. But Patch, I'm not going to let you rebut because we've got not enough time left to waste it on this. Let's talk about the trades that went down today. I think I'll do a quick summary and then we'll go into the Supercoach relevance, if that's okay with you, you beautiful human. You're in the driver's seat, fire away. Alright, well, what a day it was. Well, there was a couple of trades. There was three trades today. So the first, and this is not the exact what came in, what came out, but I've summarised it on Twitter. The first one was uh, Sam Frost heading from Melbourne over to Hawthorne. It was effectively Frost, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and another fourth round pick for a third round pick and a second round pick. Now, that's the summarised version. Um, so it's basically Frost and two-fourths for a second. Seems all right to me. Let's not dwell on it right now. The next trade that went through was the Ed Langdon coming over from Frio and heading to Melbourne. It was effectively Langdon and a fourth round pick for a fifth round pick and a second round pick. And the final one was just a little bit of a swap where the Eagles got pick 46 and 91 and the Lions got 52 and 64. Basically, that just gives the Eagles a few extra little points for, uh, for bidding um, and Lions move up significantly in the back end of the draft. All right, Patch, let's first talk about Sam Frost. Is he super coach relevant? Not in the slightest. Not even a little You bit. could almost not find someone any less super coach significant to be traded. No, exactly. Um, in terms of you know looking to select him, even in a, a like a keeper draft league, unless it's one of those ultimate footy ones where you need a key defender um, to be picked, you, you wouldn't look at him. You wouldn't look twice at what Sam Frost is going to do at Hawthorne. But, but what he might do uh, is increase some fantasy relevance elsewhere in that Hawthorne side, namely to Mr. Sicily. He's the interesting one, isn't he, Patch? We've seen him. They tried to play him forward. He's played those key lockdown roles before, and he's very good at them. But I think maybe, maybe this just frees him up a bit. And Ben McAvoy, they've said today as well, they'll continue to trial him in defense at times too. So Frawley, geez, pending price, you're just about ready to lock him in, aren't you, Patch? You mean Sicily, not Frawley. I'd, I'd be struggling, oh, sorry. I'd be struggling to lock Fra- James Frawley into my Supercoop side, Wait, but Sic- that was a Freudian slip. 
moving right along. Yeah, no, you'd um that pretty much locks Sicily away. If they if the Hawks nab pattern, then Sicily won't be seen forward of centre unless he's roosting a goal from fifty. Um, in which case that's points, and then you'd think that eliminates the need for him to play a really key lockdown role. Um, and he just develops into a, just a rebounding intercept marker, which is exactly what Supercoach wants from James Sicily. And from a Melbourne perspective as well, my hope, and this won't happen, but my hope is that they send Tom McDonald back. Suddenly he can get some of that marking prowess again. Suddenly he can peel off players. Suddenly he might become a fantasy relevant player, but something says to me they're going to persist with playing him as a forward and use uh, your Stephen Mays, uh, your Adam Tomlinson's, etc., etc., to fill that defensive void. Although they have said that they want Tomlinson to play on a wing. Mm. Well, uh, yes, it, it, that'll be an interesting one, and I think that'll we, we may as well just switch over to talking about how how Langdon will impact Melbourne and how that'll change around a bit this year. McDonald, I think, might be used as a stopgap back there if needed now that Frost is gone, but I think it would take a long term injury to someone to see him move down there permanently. In you know, you wouldn't. You know, if he plays three three games in defence in a row and then goes forward, that's no good for anyone super coach side. I think he'd be hard pressed to justify picking him unless, you know, God forbid, a, a May or Lever or someone goes down and, and McDonald has to move back full time, and then you'd sort of look at it. Um, but by and large, I think they'll they'll still try and keep him forward for mine. Let's swing into the midfield patch. Let's talk about Eddie, Eddie, Eddie L. Listen, I. I actually thought the Blues were going to go for him at some point in the in the season. Clearly, that's not happened. He's going to be running off the wing for Melbourne. And this kid excites me. I really, really like him. He averaged 85.9 in Supercoach this year. He pumped out a 92.1 in AFL Fantasy this year. What excites me, Patch, his end to the year, he t- churned out a 102, a 104, a 117, and a 111. He turned up two other times during the year. He's got a he's got a floor. He had a few fifties in there, but you know if if he was running into that form, if he could bring that across in the preseason, he's going to tempt people. He's going to be sort of a, a sub five hundred k player. Obviously, that's a tough one in the midfield patch. But, I've got a, a there's a slim chance, slim chance community. You just bring up his heat map on the AFL website and. Most of that, most of his possessions are on that centre wing. But have a look at that back pocket. There is, uh, there's a few touches there. Maybe if if the champion data gods are looking down upon us kindly, they can just gift him a little defensive uh, midfielder swing, and maybe it becomes fantasy relevant. Patch, talk to me about Ed Bloody Langdon. Well, yeah, he he. There's no doubt that he will run around on a wing for the demons throughout the year, and if he's you know anywhere near that that midfield group and anywhere. You know, remotely within Max Gorn's grasp, I think that'll that'll help him a lot. Um, and I, I think just natural progression as well. He's still reasonably young, um, at you know twenty three. Um, there's still that progression to go. If he's midfield only, I'd struggle. I'd need to see something fantastic preseason from him. But if if he's defence eligible, playing on a wing, ooh, ooh, that's very nice, very very nice. And I think he's he's pretty much locked into that wing spot. Him and Tomlinson will take one each you'd imagine and yeah price pending position pending you you could be very very interested but i'm interested more so in the impact it'll have on angus brayshaw assuming brayshaw's still there 
Well, let's assume that Angus Brayshaw is there. What do you? How do you see the impact? Uh, how do you see the impact? Well, I'm I'm intrigued as to as Brayshaw had spent you know a little bit of time, not a massive amount, but you look at his his heat map and he did spend a fair chunk of time on a wing, not as much time in centre bounces as he did last year. Um, I'm wondering if the addition of two wings will push Brayshaw into the middle and make him more fantasy relevant, um, or does that push him forward back? I I don't know where. What, what impact that has on Brayshaw, but he's one I will be watching very closely through the preseason because of that. The burn man, he should come pretty cheap this season as well. Um, in terms of Frio, hard to see. Brad Hill comes out of that side, potentially. Ed mm. Langdon comes mm. out of that side. Suddenly, they don't have a lot of wing players. Does Andrew Brayshaw fill that void and suddenly become super coach relevant? Uh, do they have to swing a Connor Blakely up onto the wing? And does he become super coach relevant? We know I love Connor Blakely. I'm really interested to see what they do with those wing positions. Assuming Brad Hill leaves, and we know Langdon has left. Patch, do you, is there anyone that jumps off the page at you from the Dockers that um, potentially da- fill that role? Damo and I had, have had a, a decent discussion around it um, a, f- a fair while ago, but uh, he, he brought Ethan Hughes up as a name that is is being moulded, basically, to, to jump onto a wing and to play as that wing position. He's been a defender so far all his career, um, but there's, there's certainly scope for him to push up the ground and to have a play around. Certainly one to watch. Um but yeah, Brayshaw is another one that could be up there. You could, you know, pump some of these younger guys like Chera, um onto the wing as well. And then if they if they draft Devin Robertson, he'd be one that would would slot right in as well. So Ethan Hughes, just the sixty seven super coach points out for, on his average uh, this year, only turned up once with a one twenty in round twenty one. But one to watch from Damo, the great man himself. Patch, is there any other? Is there any other essence we can extract out of what was a reasonably quiet day of AFL trades, despite we having two players move clubs? Um, not off the top of my head. Not not a massive amount of super coach relevance. There's still you know a lot of hypotheticals flying around as to to if players go where. Um, but no, I, I think you know it's reasonably all quiet on the Western Front. Is there anyone you want to to leap at and and have a, a chat about? No, oh, just a quick note, and this has nothing to do with something that happened in our Keeper League today, but I think Max Gorn is one of the beneficiaries of an Ed Langdon coming in. I think with potentially the positional uh, changing that that forces Tomlinson in as well, Brayshaw going back potentially into that midfield, I think suddenly there's a few extra little decent midfielders around Clayton Oliver for Gorney to get that ball down to. So maybe, maybe he... Uh, increases his output again but you know let's not hold our breath well that'll be a, a fierce discussion um heading into the season now that the cox curse is obviously dead um that'll be a, a very interesting discussion as to how that'll all unfold again this year and if gorn is someone you'd, you'd pick ahead of a you know like a riley o'brien or an up-and-coming star but that that's a discussion for another day i think you're right though there is merit to looking at gorn in fresh light with these two new arrivals on the wing well, that'll do us, community. I've been Lechdog. You can follow me on Twitter at LechdogSC. Patch, how can they follow you? I'm Patch to the Max on Twitter. Um, so pop on and it'll just be regurgitating Simpsons memes, basically. Um, but hey, that's what most of this podcast is. So 
And if you've been enjoying our daily wraps, make sure you let us know in the comments or let us know in the uh, leave a review on the podcast. Jump onto the Facebook. Just look up Jock Reynolds Supercoach on Facebook and you'll find us. And head to the website, comment, let us know what you're feeling and fill out the polls. We've been putting polls. We're getting plenty of people into those. So it's very interesting to see everyone's heads is at. We'll keep doing the daily wraps until the end of the trade period and then we will be back at some point with our normal weekly uh, podcast, unless you all prefer this. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.